Hello again, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Listen Closely podcast. My name is Elle, and I'm your host. We've recently been discussing the five love languages by Gary Chapman. So far, we've discussed the words of affirmation, we discussed gift giving, and today's episode is going to focus on acts of service. Acts of service is a fundamental language of love. At its core, this language is about demonstrations of love. You can physically see these actions of love. They're not just thoughts, they're not just words, they are physical actions that you can see. Some people believe actions speak louder than words. They want to see your love to feel it. They want to know that you are on their team they want to know that you are a teammate of theirs, that you can, that they can depend on you to do things for them. And it does not mean that this person is high maintenance or needy. They just want to see you demonstrate your love for them to be able to feel it. Your connection to acts of service can stem from your childhood, like all of the love languages. It has to do with the type of family that you grew up with. So there are some families that nurture a little bit more. This family may teach that actions speak louder than words. A family member might see you watching TV on the couch and starting to fall asleep. So maybe they bring you a blanket. Maybe your family member sees that you've been playing outside all day. And maybe you're outside in the backyard with your friends and they come and bring you guys some some juice boxes or some bottles of water. They are in tune with what you may need and they give you those things to make your life easier. It's It's the thought of taking care of you. It's how can I help you? What do you need? And it was natural. It was that nurturing spirit to take care of the family. And you almost can, when when you grow up in families like this, it's natural for you to see moments where you can be of help to someone else, right? Even if it's, oh, your your drink and your glass is down, let me pour you some more. Small details of where can I fit in? How can I help? make this person's life easier, even if it is in this small moment. What can I do for you? And some people's families, they're raised to think of each other in that way. They're they're raised to take care of each other in that way. And it's natural. So some people, their ability to give acts of service is ingrained from young. They're not trying to butter you up. They're not trying to go above and beyond. It's their natural personality to be a generous-minded or giving spirit to take care of, to nurture others. I'm not trying to win the contest here. This is just how I am. But other families were taught to, you were taught to fend for yourself. You have to look out for you. And they don't necessarily want acts of service. Sometimes people can 
receive your acts of service as offensive. Some people can view you doing something for them as, you think I couldn't do that for myself? You, you think I need, you thought that I, I wasn't capable or I'm not competent to do that on my own? I'm just fine, I don't need your help. So when it comes to acts of service, you really have to gauge who you are, nature to give to you. Just because you decided to give to me doesn't mean I'm going to give to you in return. It's not even on my radar to give to you as easily as it comes for you to give to me. And you have to be mindful of those situations because that's how people wind up with users and abusers. They're not gauging their situations just because it's you give freely and naturally out of love. This person might take naturally. You, oh, you, you want to keep giving? Thank you. I'll continue to take. But you need to recognize when you are not being poured into equally or where things are not balanced. Because maybe they don't give you acts of service. Maybe, maybe it's not tit for tat, but they do need to pour into you somehow, right? It need, there needs to be a, a balance in your relationship somehow. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing, but it does need to be balanced. And again, some people don't want your acts of service. It may be received as offensive to them. And what I mean by that is, let's say you are visiting a friend's home and they leave you there so they can run to the store. While they're at the store, you wash their dishes in their sink. If this person's love language is not acts of service, they could be offended by you doing that for them. They may think, did you think I was dirty? Did you think I was in not capable? Was it that much of a bother to you that I had dishes in my sink? I was going to get to them later. When your perspective was, oh, I'm here at their house. I'm, you know, I have time to, to pass. Let me do them a favor and I'll wash these dishes for them. You have to gauge who it is that you're dealing with and what they will appreciate and what they wouldn't. It's good to just check in and ask people, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can help you with? And they'll tell you. Some people are going to say no, but again, acts of service may not be their love language. So even though you're trying to be helpful, some people will not let you in. Even if they're swamped, even if they're pulling their hair out because they are so overwhelmed and stressed out, they can't even fix their mouths to say, I need help. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. That's the, that's a them problem because you are offering help and they are refusing to take it. So at one point, this was probably two years ago, there's a huge snowstorm here where I live and my truck gets completely plowed in. And I didn't even own a shovel because the, the community, community that I live in, they maintenance everything. But it was so early that my car was plowed in and they did not get to that section yet. They were still just clearing the roads. And I tell my coworker I'm plowed in and I'm probably not going to make it to work. And he came and picked me up. He wasn't plowed in and he picked me, picked me up and we drove to work together and from work that day. And I was so grateful for that. That memory is such a blip on the radar, but I was honestly grateful for that act of service. Thank you. 
thank you for doing something kind for me. There was no, I do this for you, so you do this for me. There was no, he didn't get anything out of it. I didn't pay him. I didn't even ask him to come do that for me. He just did it because that's who he is. He did an act of service for me out of the kindness of his heart. And I appreciated it. It's, a, it's actually less about the deed itself and more about the person showing, showing up for you, regardless of who they are, regardless if it's a friend showing up for you when you need them, or a partner, or a family member, or a co-worker. People can show up for you and you know that they're, they're solid, they care for you. Acts of service is a physical representation of that. Gary Chapman explains service versus slavery. In the chapter on acts of service, he says that slavery is at the heart of a dysfunctional family. People in these families do service because they are forced to do so and not out of choice and free will. Slavery hardens the heart. It leads to anger, bitterness, and resentment. Some families require, whether it's their children or their partner, to wait on them hand and foot. There's, there's orders shouted, demands made, I need you to do this, 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 and this, this. And a lot of the times without even appreciation. People are not doormats. Are you my child or are you my servant? Are you my lover or are you my maid? It's not healthy and it's not right. So when you are raised in a household where the orders are barked at you, perform acts of service, you're probably, I don't know which way you will turn out in the, as an adult. I don't know which way you'll lean towards never wanting to do any, anything for anyone else, or will you still continue to do that because you are begrudgingly doing these acts of service for your family members who are forcing you to do these things. It's not out of the kindness of your heart. It's just... I sit in my chair and I point my finger and yell my orders at you. So I'm not sure which way you lean as an adult. It creates anger, bitterness, and resentment. It creates situations where the, the server feels like I've done so much for you and I have and I have nothing to show for it. You know, it's not a it was not a joyous experience. You also don't want to do services out of guilt fear, and resentment. You also don't want to do services out of guilt and fear. You don't want to be doing services for someone who says things like, if you loved me, you would do this for me. That's guilt. That's absolutely unacceptable. You don't want to be doing acts of service for people who say things like, if you don't do this, you're, you're going to regret it. Or if you don't do this, there's going to be a problem. That's coercion. You don't want to let people treat you that way. You don't want to be manipulated and forced into doing things for other people. You want healthy love. And you can express healthy love through act of, acts of service. We can do those things joyfully, but you have to pay attention to what type of situation are you in. Are you in this guilty love situation? Are you being coerced? Are you being barked orders at? Because if so, it's time to leave. Or do you have a choice in the matter? Can you do these acts of service freely? I don't believe that there's anything wrong with wanting acts of service. I can 
physically see your love versus just listen to you tell me all day. I love you, but I've never done anything for you. I've never bought you a gift. I've never, I've never given you words of affirmation. I barely give you my quality time. I barely give you physical touch, but I can say the words I love you all day and all night, but there's no evidence behind it. At least with acts of service, this is one way I can physically see that you do things for me to make me feel loved. Okay, fine, L. You got me. Now what? What next? I understand that some people may naturally perform acts of service. It's due to their upbringing. And now I can understand why others don't. I kind of get it now. So where do I go from here? Now I think it's time for you to look inside of yourself and see which way you lean. Are you someone who naturally does for others? Or are you someone who naturally it just doesn't cross your mind? That's just not what you do. I think your next step is it's important to share what your love language is with your partner so they can understand you just a little bit better. I think it's so important to know how you give your love so you can express that to your partner and they can learn to recognize and see value in the things that you do for them because this is me showing you my love. Your partner will be able to pinpoint those small moments that they used to overlook. When you are able to communicate that the way I receive love is through acts of service, it gives the person who loves you, your partner, your family member, whoever, it gives them an opportunity to make sure that they do those things because they understand that that is what makes you feel loved. Maybe it wasn't in their first nature to do those things but they want you to feel loved and now they know how to do that. They can lean into that more now that they are aware. I can let you guys know right now, me personally, my primary love language is acts of service. It makes me feel loved when my partner does things for me. It makes me feel unloved when they don't. It's kind of that simple. It really is that simple. When you know, you know. That's the answer to the million dollar question. I need acts of service. And if you don't give me them, I'm not going to feel loved by you. Another thing that 
is very important to me when it comes to acts of service and I think probably majority of people who speak this love language or require this love language is the follow-through don't tell me you're going to do something for me and not follow through because when it comes to acts of service this also requires trust and vulnerability right so for me I'm um, I take care of my whole life on my own I, I, I run the show over here so if I'm letting you in and this is how this is a piece of me letting you in and seeing can I depend on you can I trust you can you hold these things down for me do you follow through and you keep showing me the answer is no we just got pushed so far apart I can't let you in there's no space for you here because where I need you to come through for me where I need you to follow through where I want to be able to depend on you you kind of don't measure up and that's one scale that I weigh love on and again this is how people can become jaded because you are hoping someone is going to follow through and come through for you and then they don't and then you give them another opportunity no matter how small it is and they still don't show up and it happens again and it's a consistent pattern because acts of service is not natural to them that's not how they show their love they'll give you all the words of affirmation that they have in the dictionary they'll give them all to you but something big is missing and there is a lack of love in the relationship and it can cause you to be jaded because it can almost make you not want to trust other people to do things for you because so many people in the past have failed to show up for you why is this next person going to do it I might as well just handle it all handle it all on my own I know I'll get it done for me so I'm not even gonna ask you for help and that circles back to what I previously said about the person who refuses help even though they're struggling even though they're barely treading water you're offering your hands up here I'm here to help and the answer is no get away from me I got this there's a reason they've become that way and it probably comes from being let down multiple times in the past it's that it's that easy to be impacted by other people but when you're aware of someone's love language you're not going to blow things off so easily as if it doesn't matter because something small may really matter to this person for example ooh, I, my friends have heard this story before I was getting to know someone and explained to me how he was good with cars and how he you know maybe I was talking to him on the phone or something and he was about to change his car oil or he was doing something with his car so I knew he knew how to change the oil in his car now y'all already know my love language is acts of service I, I mentioned that my light came on 
I was due for an oil change. I was over my limit. And I was riding around like that for a while because I am very bad with my car. I'm not going to lie and pretend that I get my oil changed as soon as the light comes on or as soon as the sticker indicates it. I don't. I'm a bad car owner. Okay, I'm going to get it done, but it might be late. And I absolutely hate it. Maintenancing my car is the worst thing on earth, in my opinion. I hate it. I hate it. And the person who I'm getting to know knows how to do this service to the car. And I mentioned it a few times. I think I even straight up asked him to do it for me. And he was like, no, I don't really think this is an appropriate thing for me to do for you while we are at this stage in our dating. I said, oh yeah, okay. Heard loud and clear. When I tell you I kicked that man to the curb so fast, it was any type of attraction I had for that man literally disintegrated into the dustpan in my kitchen got swept up, thrown out for trash. And it's that easy. I've, I've also, y'all, don't get mad at me, but I very clearly have said to this person, acts of service is my love language. And I can also add the detail of this person wanted access to every single part of me you want everything from me, but you can't change the oil in my car? And you know how to do it? Boy, if you don't get it, get it. Anyway, let's move along before I get flustered about that situation all over again. Ooh, when I tell you I was gossiping with my friends, I was gossiping, y'all. But it's when something matters to someone, it's important to them regardless if it's important to you or not. So it's important to understand what your person's love language is. Because if I need and require acts of service and you're already showing me here in the dating stage that you don't do that, why am I keeping you around? If I'm here and I'm telling you, I like gifts. Gifts make me feel special. It makes me feel loved when you think of me when you're out and you refuse to do that for me. Why am I going to think that's going to change all of a sudden? And it's something that I value, something that is very important to me. I'm not a fool. I know what my love language is. I'm not a fool. I know how I give my love. And that's why this important, this conversation is so important. I think it's important when you're sharing things about yourself when it comes to your love language. If it is something that you take very hard, when you don't receive these things or that piece of your relationship is missing, I think it's important. I think that in that example I gave you about the oil change, I did communicate the importance of acts of service to me. I did I did communicate the importance of acts of service to me. Am I am I and the things of importance to me, I communicated that. And this person didn't care. They didn't respect it. They felt 
very strongly about what they felt. I think he was a red pill type of guy, to be honest, so that wasn't going to last very long anyway. But if you care for me, you're going to respect that. If I tell you X and Y make me feel unloved, your intentions are to love me. For someone whose love language is acts of service, there are layers to this. Trust, vulnerability, identifying if I can depend on you, can I come to you for help when I'm in need. Sometimes acts of service can shape someone's opinion of you and those heavy things. Acts of service don't always have to weigh so much of like, oh, you made me my coffee this morning while I was getting ready for work. That is not weighing so heavy onto trust or dependability, but it is something that makes my life easier, something that just makes me happy, something that makes me grateful to have you around. So in my opinion, maybe I'm biased, I will say it, maybe I'm biased because this is mine, those things matter. They shape a lot of a relationship. You are telling your partner, I don't love you without saying the words. And that goes for every love language. If you're failing to give your partner gifts, guess what you're saying? I don't love you. If you're failing to give your partner words of affirmation and you know they need it, guess what you're telling them? I don't love you. If you are refusing to do acts of service for the person who you say that you love, guess what you're telling them? I don't love you. Here's a hot take. The person who continues to refuse to give you the love that you need doesn't love you. It's not your partner. That's not your love. I can even say if you're not willing to try to learn how to show me willing to learn how to show how many people have I told I don't love you too and I didn't mean to say it that we all know the power of the love languages just these few we've discussed and we know what how devastating this lack of love can be for someone else maybe we won't be so careless anymore Maybe we'll try a little bit better to actually show people that we love them the way that they need to receive it. In conclusion, acts of service is a fundamental love language. It is a physical demonstration of love. I can visually see with my two eyes in front of me. It's physically showing I love you, I care for you, and I want to do things to make your life easier. Whether it's I want to make you your coffee every morning because I know you like to have it warm and ready for you, but you are always running late. Whether it's, I know you had a hard day today, so I'm going to draw you a bath when, you, when you're ready to take one, because I know that relaxes you. 
whether it's I give you 30 minutes when you come home to just be by yourself to decompress before I jump in your face and start talking, which I love to do. Me deciding to be quiet, that's an act of service right there in its own. When I always got something to say, it can be as small as I just make sure your gas is always filled. It's I put all of our doctor's appointments on the calendar so you know what's going on. Because you don't make doctor's appointments, so I make doctor's appointments and you just show up. It's something that I can do for you that I know that you hate, but it needs to get done. I'm making your life easier because I care for you. Basically, acts of service just show your person that you care for them. They show I'm in tune with your needs. I listen. I know what you like. I know what you don't like. And I'm here to help. And as we have learned, acts of service do not come naturally to everyone. And it's okay. Accept that. Know who you're dealing with. Somebody is going to take your acts of service and eat them right up suck their fingers when they're done thank you I deserve you doing things for me I'm entitled to have people do things for me thank you don't you dare expect something in return though tell you that much that's a part of figuring people out you just have to figure out who it's okay to do your acts of service for we don't want to wind up in unhealthy imbalanced relationships It's a part of taking your time to get to know people. As you take your time to get to know them, you will find out who's a giver and who is a taker. Who's going to take you for everything that you have to offer and walk away at peace. And who's going to match your energy and pour right back into you. Whether it's exactly the same way or in different ways. Balance is everything. We want healthy, happy loving relationships make sure you're communicating your needs make sure you're listening when they're communicating theirs ask questions discuss the book in depth find out what it is that you actually require to feel loved what do you need and I'll give it to you if I love you a lot of problems will be solved right there if we can communicate that part Again, my name is Elle. Thank you so much for tuning in if you've made it this far. This is the Listen Closely podcast. Take care.